Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our constantly busy and sometimes crazy daily life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I am always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. Last week, I was not able to post this episode because my daughter had a heart surgery, so I apologize for not posting last week, but I had to be in the hospital, so it just didn't happen. But this week, I would like to pick up where we left off about ways that we can get involved and stand for life. So last week, or the technically the week before, I talked about how we can pray. And if you haven't heard the previous episode, I highly suggest you take the time to go back and listen to it because there were some really powerful things that we talked about. So I'm about to dive on in and continue our discussion on how you and I can stand for life in a culture of death. One of the ways that you can get involved in your community and stand for life is by supporting your local pregnancy centers. Some of you may have never heard that term or word before and um, might go, what even is a pregnancy center? Well, a pregnancy center is a place that women can go to who have had unplanned pregnancies who are confused, worried, upset, and just don't know what to do. And they can go to these centers and receive free care, free counseling, free ultrasounds, help, and receive support throughout their entire pregnancy and even after birth. These type of centers are all around the country and are absolutely wonderful resources for women in our community who are facing an unplanned pregnancy. Uh, Wow, what do I even have to say? There is so much in the media right now about pregnancy centers, so much hate online about pregnancy centers, because people who believe in death by abortion don't want women turning to these amazing resources to choose life and they don't want women going there because then the abortion industry loses out on money. Now what's really great though is the these organizations are just so full of joy. They're so full of hope. They're so full of compassion and countless women who have sought help from these pregnancy centers end up with healthy, happy babies, and they are able to have the support that they need to feel like they are choosing life for the right reasons. Some uh, amazing things that my pregnancy center in my area does is they have um, counselors 
for women and they can call up their counselor anytime if they're having a bad day and they can talk to the counselor and that's something that you can volunteer with if you have the time available the pregnancy centers will train you and show you how to have these difficult conversations with women who come in who are having a crisis uh, pregnancy or unplanned pregnancy there are also other things that you can do, such as my pregnancy center in my area has parenting classes, and there's always a need for volunteers for teaching these parenting classes. These classes have really practical um, applications that are taught to these women, so that if, especially if they're a first-time mom, they are given all the knowledge and resources they need so that they can raise their baby in the best way possible. Another thing that pregnancy centers will sometimes do is they will throw a baby shower for these women who come in who are pregnant and don't necessarily have the money to pay for all the things that you need when you have a baby. And sometimes uh, churches will sponsor a baby shower and that's one way to get involved is you can ask your church to sponsor a baby shower and then the women or and the people from the pregnancy center will come and use your church facility um, and people can donate items towards the baby shower that way these women have all supplies i know you know well not all of you but diapers are expensive cribs are expensive all of these small things add up and the joy that you see when a mom-to-be receives items that she otherwise would not be able to get because she lacks support from her family or if she lacks support from not having um, a, a spouse or if she's by herself the joy that's on her face is just so amazing to witness. And another way you can help your local pregnancy centers is by donating to them. I know uh, my pregnancy center in our area, for example, they have such an easy way. If you go to their websites, um, there's online giving that you can do just like a lot of organizations where you can set it up so it comes out of your account monthly. That way you are providing them the funds that they need so they can continue their amazing services. So these are just a couple of ways that you can support your local pregnancy center, whether it is volunteering opportunities or donating monetarily. Another thing that you can do to be a voice for life in your community is to be active politically. Now, I know, I know that's not something that people necessarily like or want to hear, but as a citizen of the United States, we have the joy and we have the opportunity to be able to be knowledgeable of the laws that are being voted on in our country. And we have the duty as citizens to have our voices be heard. 
not everyone may know this, but you have the ability to contact people such as your senators who you have voted for. Um, you also can contact local government officials. So you can contact your congressmen, you can contact your senators, and you can contact people in your city, in the city positions, and you can sign petitions, and you can write letters whenever there is a law that is being brought forth to be voted into, and you, as the people who are being represented, can voice your opinion so that the lawmakers and people who vote on these issues who are representatives for us can be influenced by what the people want. I will put in the links down below in the show notes how um, you can find your local representatives and senators and congressmen and they will show you just the address on who to write if you're going to write a handwritten letter and they will also provide email addresses um, so that you can send emails if you like. So that's just one small way. And it honestly, it takes five minutes. All you have to do, it takes like five minutes to send an email to a congressman. And that can make a difference because they want to hear the opinions of the people who they represent. And when we show up in a force and say no to death, say no to abortion, their hearts can be changed and they can choose to vote pro-life laws in. Now, we've gone over two things. We can support our local pregnancy centers. We can be active politically. You know what? Even if something that you can do is run for office yourself. Because we have the ability to do that. I know it's not for everyone. But if that's been laid on your heart, that's something that you should pray about. Because one person can make a difference. And last week we talked about prayer. The fourth one might surprise you. It surprised me as well when I first came to this realization. The fourth thing that you can do to stand for life is that you can use your social media for good. I know. I know. Social media can be such a divisive thing. There are so many people online who are negative Nancys and just spew venom and hate. And I think they feel like because they hide behind their screen that they can just be downright nasty. And it can be intimidating to post things that are vulnerable, that are meaningful, and that matter to you because you're afraid of what others might think. But God can take things and turn them for good. He can take things that spew darkness and that spew just pain and turn them for good. 
And there's so many different things that you can do on your social media just to share little nuggets and little seeds of life. And maybe, you never know though, but you might just change someone's mind about abortion and you might not even realize it. Uh, One thing I really like to do is on my Instagram stories and Facebook stories is share testimonies of people who have either been through an abortion, who have survived an abortion, who has had an unplanned pregnancy, share their stories. So easily and often it's just easy to not have faces towards subjects that are so sensitive. It's easy to just look at words on a paper and go, oh, this has no real impact. But by sharing these personal, human, deep testimonies, it brings that human connection towards the issue of abortion. It shows that it's not just a procedure and then you're done. It shows people the struggles and the reality of it. And that is something that can be used to change hearts or soften hearts. Another thing that, another way that you can use social media for good is by sharing statistics and I know there's a lot of people who say that the statistics aren't backed by facts, that they're manipulated, that they're just out of whack with reality, and that a lot of these statistics can't be trusted. But when you use the literal statistics from Planned Parenthood, how can somebody argue with that? How can somebody argue with the statistics from the United States government? And when you look at the numbers of abortions and suicide rates of people who've had an abortion, it's shocking. And people just aren't aware of it. So that's another great way to open a door for conversation. Another thing that you can do is to share the medical aspect of it. The raw truth of what an abortion procedure is like and talk about mental health. I know I'm not the only one who's ever struggled with mental health and that is a beautiful way to connect with people because there are so many people in the world who struggle. There are so many people who are lost and to be able to share the hope of life online in a world full of facetune and a world where people just put others down. What a joy that can be. There is just so many voices online that are full of darkness and negativity, but we have an opportunity in 2023 to be a voice of hope, to be a voice of peace, and to be a voice of love and love and life. You have no idea how many people you might be able to reach. I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she was talking about how she was able 
to lead someone to Jesus just by posting on her Instagram story, how can I pray for you today? Wow. Who would have thought that you would be able to reach people in that way? Just through asking on an Instagram story, how can I pray for you today? So imagine the impact that you can have by posting testimonies and sharing statistics. One post can change someone's heart. I am just so glad that we have been able to spend these past two episodes talking about how we can be champions for life. For those of you who have heard my podcast on my testimony, you know how near and dear this subject is to my heart. If it wasn't for the people in my life who talked about the importance and dignity of every human being, I wouldn't be the wife and mother that I am today. I pray that as you reflect on standing for life this week in your communities, that you turn to Jesus and ask him, how can I be your hands and feet to the unborn? How can I make a difference in my community? How can I be a voice for the voiceless? Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you because you made us all uniquely with different different aspirations, different abilities. And I thank you for that diversity, Lord. Lord, I come to you as a daughter of your creation. And I pray that you open the eyes of those who have forgotten your love, who have never known your love. And I pray that their hearts be changed because you are the ultimate potter and only you can change their hearts of stone into a heart of love. Lord, thank you for giving me the ability to be able to freely talk about my faith and my journey to other people. Lord, I pray that others are inspired by testimonies such as mine and that people are unashamed to share the truth of the gospel. Thank you, God, for all you do. Amen. Thank you for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. We hope you enjoyed the program. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and visit our website at www.proverbs31wannabe.com. And be sure to come back next week as we continue to learn about why we should be a Proverbs 31 wannabe in this crazy world we call Earth. Until then, this is Alexis Heeslip, and I hope you have a fabulous rest of your day. God bless.